Number five, a non-native landscape. In front of you is some fountain grass. To the right of you, more. It's behind you too. Run your hands through it and look at its beautiful purple seed. This plant is exotic to California, and considered invasive by the California Invasive Plant Council. When you brushed your hands through the stalks of the fountain grass, you probably dislodged several dozen seeds. Fountain grass is amazingly resilient. It is drought and fire resistant, and can reproduce asexually. Its seeds stay viable in the soil for up to seven years, and in some cases, they are even activated by fire. The grass can grow in cooling lava. In addition to outcompeting native plants for basic resources, fountain grass can outsurvive native plants. Fountain grass catches fire easily, helping burn native habitats, and then returning even more dominant. In order for native plants to thrive, invasive species like fountain grass must be removed. Look out on this field of fountain grass and imagine rooting out each and every stalk and seed. Our attitude towards the non-native depends greatly on our own convenience. We do not wish to remove the non-native orange groves, nor do we celebrate the collapse of the honeybee colonies in the U.S., though they were imported by European settlers. In the late 1990s, two academic horticulturalists, Gerd Gröning and Joachim Wolschke-Buhlmann, created a stir in the gardening community with a series of articles pointing out that the first and most vocal proponents of native horticulture were, well, Nazis. They were obsessed with creating pure landscapes along the Autobahn. Jens Jensen, the Wisconsin native plant champion quoted earlier in this tour, maintained active correspondence with Third Reich landscape architects. In an article titled The Clearing, he wrote, The gardens that I created myself shall be in harmony with their landscape environments and the racial characteristics of its inhabitants. They shall express the spirit of America and therefore shall be free of foreign character as far as possible. The Latin and the Oriental crept and creeps more and more over our land, coming from the South, which is settled by Latin people, and also from other centers of mixed masses of immigrants. The Germanic character of our race, of our cities, the settlements, was overgrown by foreign character. Latin spirit has spoiled a lot, and still spoils things every day. Fear of the non-native combines two seemingly contradictory impulses. The celebration of our landscape before human intervention and a fear of nature beyond human control. Continue along the river until you reach marker number six on your right.